everyone. Welcome to another episode of The 20-Something Mom. I'm your host, Mackenzie Frank, and today I have a special guest with me, my mom. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. I'm really good. I just got home from work, and I was cooking dinner. Um, I was making, uh, I haven't made in a long time, eggplant parmesan. So, yeah. Love me a good eggplant parm. Okay, so I want to talk today about your story. First of all, for those who don't know, you've been through so much. Well, I guess nobody knows because that's why we're here to tell the story, right? But you've been through so much in your life as far as traumas and health scares and, and death you know, relationship Uh issues and, you know, all the things. Um, And I just think your story is really worth being told and heard because people can take a lot from it. You have some things that maybe you could have done differently or you've learned from along the way. And it is really just an interesting story. I know every time I hear it, I always have so many more questions and and it's just so wild. So... Uh First, I want to give like a quick before I give you like the floor and to start where we're going to start. I want to talk a little bit about your, you know, where you come from. So you're you have a mom and a dad and you have four siblings or three siblings. You're one of four. Right. You have an older sister, an older brother, and then there's you and then a younger sister. Right. So I grew up with two aunts and an uncle and a slew of cousins and the whole thing. Um, But, and where we're really going to start, I would say, is I never grew up with your mom, my grandmother. Right. Ever. Yeah. So. I lost. No, tell me what you're going to say. I was young. I lost my mom when I was young before I had any kids. Yeah, so... Do you want me to So, yeah, so let's talk... Let's start from... From when your mom... What happened with her? How old were you? What happened? How long did... You know, the whole thing. Start there. So... um we lived, my mom and dad were married. Um, like you said, I had an older sister, older brother, me, and then my younger sister. And um, my, my mother was awesome, a really hard worker. She um, got sick when she was 51. Um, she found out she had cancer. She was going to school to be a nurse at such a late age. Um, which I thought was fantastic. And, um, you know, just watching her go through that part of life. And then all of a sudden, I think she started to get, um, have some pains. And I was young and had, you know, my own life. I was probably about 20, I think it was 21 when she started to get sick, Um, but not very sick. She was sick a very short amount of time. Uh, I think I found out in November, and she passed away that January. Um, so I didn't have a long time to grieve or to see what was happening. It all happened. She was working. 
going to college one day and maybe, you know, three weeks, a month later, she was laying on um, the living room floor on a mattress, couldn't handle um, the light. And um, during this, I, I had a boyfriend um, and I was just really young, I think, to, to grasp all of it even understanding that how sick she was first of all she didn't tell me she really didn't bring the, any of us kids into it and i don't think she really knew how sick she was and all of a sudden she um found out that i don't know how she found out because again it wasn't related it wasn't you know told to us all i know is she was very sick ended up in the hospital a few times and 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 then died in January. So what was the, um, the difference in time? How many months from you really finding out to that she was sick to she, her dying? Two, two months. Two months? Two months. Two months, yeah. You know, there was a little bit of time where they, it really was um, probably like November, uh, the end of October, November, and then she she died uh, January 21st. So there was no time at all. And to the point where when um, the doctors were saying we could give her this medicine, but it would shorten her life, I thought that they this was the day that she passed away. And they were talking about hours, and I thought they were talking about years. And then an hour later, she had passed. So that's where my mind was. I had zero clue that my mother was going to pass away. So you didn't even have any, there was absolutely no preparation, even up to the second she took her last breath. Right. So I knew that she was, she was, um, I could see that she was sick. She was in pain. But again, you know, doctors heal people. You get sick, you don't die after being sick for two months. You you get better and you deal with it and you, they figure it out. They give you shots, they give you medicine, whatever, in my mind, you know. So my older sister, Aunt Nancy knows, knew more of what was going on than I did. Um, so, Because in your mind, so, it's, yeah. it's almost like this couldn't happen to me. There's absolutely no way my mom would die. Oh, yeah. No, that was, I could not fathom that idea. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't think, I knew she was sick and I knew that she needed me. Um, you know, I, I, I had gone over and sat with her and we watched and she even had a hospital bed at one point, but I just thought it was all part of going through and getting better, whether it be um, chemo and you know, people survive it all the time. Um, I didn't have any um, anybody in my life before that who was sick. So what did uh, she end up know, having? So actually, they could not even figure out where it started. She had cancer throughout her body and her brain and her in all her organs. And, and, and she was two months earlier going to class in college taking notes like the craziest thing and it just i don't know it just really just hit um so yeah they thought they were treating her from what i know now 
um, through my sister and stuff was that she, they thought that she had like she had bumps or something on her head and they were treating her for ingrown hairs and then you know it was a whole process and she just didn't have enough time for them to you know she didn't go to the doctor yeah, it was all sudden, very sudden. So, I mean, I can't even fathom that. So for me, it's like I am, you are a lot younger than I am now. So I'm like well into my 20s and you are just beginning of your 20s. Not, mm-hmm. you know, that I feel like at that point in your life, who the heck, you don't even know who you actually are at that point in in life. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. I was just a little girl, kind of, you know, be bopping around, living my life, loving my life. Um, there was no worries. Just that's it. Just being happy and having a great mom. Having a, you know, my family was really great. My parents were still together. Of course, they had their issues throughout my little here and there throughout my life. Um, but for the most part, everything was, was good. And then it wasn't, you know, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. And then the, the per- most perfect person I knew in my life had, um, wow, <laughs> I already makes me want to cry. Oh. And it's been this long. <laughs> wow. So she passed away in, in, in 1989, January. So that's how long ago it's been, right? Um, almost, what, 32, 33 years has it been? Um, uh, anyway, you know, the most perfect person in my life who I just adored and I thought she was the most loving and was most loving, caring, um, fantastic person. Um, and then she was gone and I didn't know what to do with my life as I stood there and, and the doctors came in and I'm told this, that I'll never see her again. Uh, I felt my whole life just leave and 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 the meaning of my life and what it was it there was nothing so I in that moment I I thought what do I do I should just not be here too I have no reason whatsoever um I did have a boyfriend that I was pretty serious with um you know we had kind of talked about getting married and um but I figured I was still young and I thought I had it all right, what I'm going to do. I talked to my mom before, you know, of course, a little younger. And I'm not going to have a baby. I'm going to get married. Now, my sister at that time um, had gotten pregnant before she was married. My younger sister had gotten pregnant. And, and my brother had, was having a baby. So all of them were having babies. And I thought to myself, I'm going to do one better and I'm gonna and I promised my mom I'm not gonna have a baby I'm gonna get married and not gonna be for a while and then she passed away and then as I will never forget driving in the limousine with my boyfriend who I was with with probably a year at that time and I said um to him as I was in um the limousine I think leaving the funeral um and i said i need to have a baby i i i have a heart ache that i don't think that i can i need something or else i i don't see how i will live 
I don't, I couldn't fathom living. Okay. So I said to him, I want a baby. Well, nine months late. Um, so I had Courtney, um, December of 89. So my mom died the beginning of the year and I had, um, so I got pregnant right away. Like right away, right away. Like within that. I'm thinking, so I'm thinking if I, if she passed away in January on the limousine back, I said, I, I need to have a baby. Then I had gave birth December. So that's within 12 months you're pregnant, you know, so within that two months. Within that month, I, I think, yeah. And what did he say? Was he completely on board? I know he did have a couple other kids or was he not like. Oh, he wanted to. So I already had known that it was something that he wanted. He had already asked me to marry him. I was pretty much slowing things down. I wanted to be the best, you know, I just wanted to do things the right way. That wasn't how I grew up, got married. It, I, it was whatever was in the water where I lived, you know? So I didn't, it wouldn't have been like a big deal had I not, had I mean, had I gotten pregnant, nobody would have thought anything. Not like nowadays, you know, I feel like it's different or I, I really press you kids to make sure that you're married and, Blah, blah, blah. But back then it would have been no big deal in my circle. So um, when I said I want to have a baby, it was um, he was all for it. He did have other kids. Um, it was actually one of the things that kept me from fully going through my relationship and marrying him and all that was, you know, there were things that needed to be worked on. But he was fantastic. He was great. He was there for me. Um, that's a whole nother topic we can move into whenever you feel. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so you, I mean, I just still can't get over the, I mean, for me, I believe wholeheartedly in God and, and, uh, you know, in his plan and everything. And to me, it's just screams like, I mean, a baby is a blessing. We read about that in the Bible and I don't want to get all religion on this podcast because that's not what it's about and I don't you know I don't ever want to like force my beliefs on other people but um I just want to say for those who who do and are on the same page as me and not like to me it just screams you know it was it was the right thing God was blessing you with this baby I mean sometimes it can take forever mm -hmm. for people to get pregnant and for that to happen so precisely is insane Oh, that's real. That's so true. And I mean, I've always told Courtney that she saved my life because so in my mind, I want to have a baby. I thought that missing that hole that was in my heart was going to somehow get filled, but it doesn't, you know, it obviously it doesn't. You still have this hole, but now you have another love that you could never conceive that it would be. It's a totally different love. It's a big love. So they're both huge loves and you have plenty of room for it the greatest thing was that I did you know have a you know get pregnant and I I didn't get into a deep depression as I may have if I didn't have something to think about I I'm not a, I don't get depressed normally you know that's not how my body is made up but I don't know I felt very like I could take my life, but I could jump, jump out a window because I didn't know what else to do. But 
having this pregnancy and baby and and it just really just it, it helped me survive an awful time i'm not saying like if you lose somebody run out and get pregnant because you know <laughs> that's going to save your life just in my story it definitely gave me something to live for yeah and i love you know, I, I love that it, it really it, it goes with your it's just it is your story like you said that's exactly what it is what was that uh corny yeah so then I didn't, and it, you know, I didn't end up staying with him, obviously, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, and we'll, and we'll get to that part. But so the pregnancy, so you get pregnant and you, and you have this pregnancy and, and you were fine during the pregnancy. You were able to, like, eat and take care of yourself. Obviously, uh-huh. you had a baby, but, and she was healthy and great. But that would be my worry. It's well, like, I, I, yeah. I only gained 12 pounds, so I couldn't really eat my preg- my whole pregnancy. She is healthy. Um, I wasn't rail thin or anything, so maybe I had, you know, a little extra, I don't know how it works, vitamins or something. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, there was definitely um, stresses and wanting to share and lots of crying. and But there also was a lot more time that I had something bigger, at, you know, to think about and to worry about. So, you yeah. know, went to all my appointments and, you know, wished my mom was there. My friends stepped up. Um, Courtney's dad, he stepped up. I did, I do have a really great circle of people and I've always been blessed with a fantastic circle of people who, who stepped up and, and, I'm, you know, very blessed with that. And I, and I recognize that and I uh, appreciate it. I guess another thing to point out too, is that you're, so you, you had a baby about the same time as your sister too, because Autumn is the pretty much the same age as Courtney. They're a month apart. Yeah. So not only were you, you having to go, because my thing would be thinking, I would be thinking like, how am I going to give birth and not be able to share this moment with my mom? But you had your sister who was going through it too. So you kind of had somebody right there that you could relate to. And because for me, like when I had my baby, I, I wanted to, like all I wanted to do was be with my mom. So like, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't know, like, what that is, like, like, obviously. And I can't even fathom it. Right. And so I didn't know what it was like either because I'd never experienced having a baby without my mom. Or with your mom. You know what I mean? Uh, with my mom. Sorry. So yeah. I, I never had that. The only reality, the only life I had. So I didn't know anything to compare it to, which is, I don't know, kind of better, maybe good, better, kind of, <laughs> you know, where my sister had her first and then had a second without. So she knew that what she was missing. Yeah, that's such know? a good point, too. So then we jump yeah. to you have this baby and that is really the saving grace in this situation. And what drew your 
mind away from this devastating time. I mean, the two months is just unbearable. I, I can't even imagine. I, I did before we actually move on to the next huge thing that happens in your life. Um, I want to ask with that two months, and this is a really loaded question. I don't think there's really an answer to it, but I want to ask, um, do you think it would have been better to have more like watch your mom like for a longer time be sick and so you could have had that time to prepare or I like do you know what I'm trying to say yeah. I know it's a horrible question yeah. but yeah no I do and I'll tell you that I know that I feel that way is because I would have like to I had a great relationship with my mom we said I love you every day we said I love you every time we talked every time we didn't if she went in the kitchen just like we are you know go down cellar all right I'll say bye I love you it was there was no doubt that I I don't have any regrets I mean I think the only thing I ever could say that my mom that I could have done different was clean the house you know what I mean? That's any kid in the world so that's a really great thing I didn't fight with my mom we didn't have these awful things, you know, it was always uh, just a really loving, great time. So I don't have any regret, but I, I would have liked, I don't want to, wouldn't want to see my mom suffer, but I would have liked to have had more time with knowing that maybe she had cancer and, and then could have gone to appointments, just done more for and with her, you know, just, just really valued the time that I was with her because when, like I said, I was just a young girl and I would just, even knowing she was sick, I was just like prance in, prance out, thinking it's not really. And so, yeah, I think I, I definitely would have liked to have more time. Not that you can pick, like, you know, it's not like you can go back and pick, no. but I don't know why. No, I... But I think it would be it's like a car accident, you know, like why? And I, I, I didn't say what I wanted to say. I didn't. So, yeah, I think it would have been easier had it been. Not that you can pick. You're right. Yeah, not that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Oh, it's so it's so heavy. Um, And then it just mm-hmm. piles on the next year. So what happens the following year when Courtney is what? One and a half. So the next year was it? Um. I had already left Courtney's dad when I found out what you're talking about. Um, so then I think it was Courtney was about two, one and a half, two, and I had gone to get a mole removed. Um, so my mom had been died in '89, and this was about '90. No, what was the? Anyway, two years later. I went to have a mole removed. They said, okay, they tested it. I went back, come to find out I had melanoma cancer, which is, out of, I think there's three skin cancers and melanoma is the deepest or the most, the one that you could um, die from. Where was uh, the mole? So at this point, it was on the side of my face. And I kind of went through this very um, mindless. Now, I don't have my mom. They tell me I have cancer. This is a year and a half after my mom died. And um, all I'm thinking is I'm dying now. It's mm-hmm. cancer. That's what killed my mom. 
I, I went through this time of my life very um, in a fog because I don't know how you deal with that. With and a toddler. I didn't deal Right, with a baby. So I just kind of went through whatever the doctor said. I didn't get a second opinion. I did whatever they told me. Um, they did this whole big radical surgery where they cut open the side of my face and down behind my ear and down my neck and opened me up and I guess took everything out, stitched me back up. Um, I'm a little 23-year-old girl, you know, uh, dealing with this massive, I looked, I was in intensive care. I looked like the elephant man. I couldn't open my mouth and I didn't have my mom. And um, my, my sisters had their, I mean, they were there for me. Um, I'm sure even more than I can remember because it's all really a big fog. I just kind of went through the motion. I did um, mindlessly what I was supposed to or what I was told to do. Big surgery, went back to, um, you know, my life with my baby. Um, single mom at this time now because I had left um, her father who either uh, um, became a drug addict or re-became because I did not know that he was a drug addict um, and recovering. He kept that from me and I didn't know to even ask. I didn't know that was really a thing. I think I was obviously <laughs> reliving my life. I was pretty sheltered and naive, you know? Yeah. Do you think, happened. do you think that that's something like, what, what yeah what is that like do you have like do you meet somebody and you say are you into drugs like why would you ever think that yeah no absolutely not I had no idea and and I was just so um I don't know naive that these little I guess looking back now with experience I'm like okay why didn't you know that said he was going to be somewhere and then said his car was broken down but it really wasn't just stupid things like that and then finally I I found out that he was a drug addict and we went you know tried to work it out went to recovery with him I was but he ended up relapsing more than I was willing to handle with a little baby so I up and left and um went and lived with my girlfriend and my baby and uh then dealt with this cancer thing. Which um, at while. 24, this is all happening at 24 with the cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. what, I know you say it's a fog, but like, can you put into any words or that time of your life, that feeling like, like, I just, I feel like you're not, well, I'm a very weak person. I feel like when, if I'm comparing myself to you, I feel like you just, how do you not melt down and just give up? (laughs) Like, I don't know what I would do. I think that first, um, well, I thought I was dying. As soon as they told me I had cancer, I remember sitting there on the table and thinking, that's it. Uh, This is, I'm dying. I heard the cancer and you have it. My mom just died. And. You know, I, I definitely cried, but I think I just, try, I don't know why I trusted the doctors after everything, but I just thought they know 
and I just need to do what they're, they're going to tell me. And there was not enough time. I, I was going to college at the time. They called. They said, you need to drop everything and come. It was, it was very important. Everything moved very quickly. I was diagnosed with this cancer. I probably had surgery just um, a, a month, if not, you know, a month or two. And, and then healing and um, going to doctor visits every week and just things that were happening to me that I never even knew could like happen, that they were injecting dye into me and that they were telling me they're going to cut a hole in my face and all this stuff. It was just too much, I think, for somebody my age to handle um, that I pretty much just like just kind of went through it mindlessly like a robot like what do I do I'll do it just let me just what am I supposed to do what do you think you know when I had family friends who took me to appointments my um even Courtney's dad at the time was very helpful and, and did everything he was you know um recovered at that time for the moment um or the best that he could be and was definitely there for me how do you think this intense trauma at such young age like everything up until this point which for the listeners I mean we haven't even really gotten through half of it I don't think um but you know up until this point what do you think all this trauma has done for you now like looking back like what what did you get from all that what do you think the purpose of all that was if there is Mm -hmm. yeah that's a great question um what did i gain from all of this i i think um besides my mom at the end of the day everything has turned out okay (laughs) i'm here um I think powering through, getting it done, maybe is 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 a good thing. I, you know, I'm I'm a very positive person, I, and I think I always have been. And I think what saved me a lot was that I didn't um, have information. <laughs> Sadly enough, is I didn't know what I was going through, so I couldn't dwell on it. Yeah, what's that saying? It. Ignorant is ignorance is bliss. Bliss, and for in my case, I mean, I could say a hundred percent because as life goes on and my story goes on, um, you know, I, I I wasn't so blissful, and things definitely did hurt harder. So I don't know, just powering through, just just being positive, just you know, working to get to the other side. Okay, so that's where we're going to end for this week. But don't worry, we'll be picking up next week right where we left off with this story. Believe me, you're not going to want to miss this with more twists and turns than you could even imagine. I want to thank my amazing mother for sharing her story with all of us and be sure to be back next week for part two. I'm your host of the 20-something mom podcast, Mackenzie Frank. Catch you next week, guys.